Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of To the West and Back. Today, my special guest is Eric Phillips. Eric, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. How's it going, man? I am I am doing wonderful. Um, I am looking at my sleeping puppy who we just adopted last week, and he's just chilling out like a total awesome dog right now. So that's pretty great. And Very um, nice. Yeah, it's it's a relaxing rainy day here. Yeah, no, I'm just sitting outside right now, and there's a little bit of raindrops coming down. Um, what's your puppy's name? His name is Blue, B-L-U. Nice. Yeah, right. we, we named him that partially because we thought he might have been, well, the adoption agency told us that he was a Blue Healer Border Collie mix, but um, we're pretty sure there's no Blue, blue Healer in him now. We're, we're pretty sure he's a Lab Border Collie mix, so the name, nice. is, the name is fraudulent, but he's, <laughs> he's still a good boy. He's very cute. Um, yeah, he's going to double in size probably too now that we know that <laughs> he's got lab in him. <laughs> very nice. We're stoked. Um, well, maybe let's dive into your backstory first and kind of just uh, you know get how you were started in music. Yeah. Well, so I, I've i always been interested in music, and I've actually always been interested in recording as well. Uh, as a kid, I had a little tape recorder that my parents got me and my sister, but I was the one who kind of took it and kind of kept it to myself and it had it was like a little tykes or like a fisher price or something like that it had like microphones on either side and you put your tape in it and you can record and play back and stuff and i would do like interviews with you know my stuffed animals or uh, i would we saved little like ice cream buckets that like you'd get from the store and whenever we'd finish them my mom would wash them out and give them to me i like play little drums on it and strum like a really untuned guitar and try to make up songs and and those were my first like first recordings which is pretty which is pretty funny that that passion when i was like seriously like probably four or five um maybe even younger than four honestly like that those passions have turned into what i'm actually doing now at 25 years old you know that's pretty cool that's so nice like i love that you know it's like it's kind of stuck with you for like the whole evolution of your childhood so that's really cool oh absolutely And and my family always kind of egged it on they were they were big fans of me being creative as a kid and they they really love to see me flourish in those ways which is really great but i um i didn't pick up an instrument until i was probably 10 or 11 i started taking guitar lessons and uh and so i started with guitar i never really learned much actually i never took lessons for anything past guitar i took like a year of guitar lessons and then i taught myself the rest of what i know so um, as far as like production and stuff and, and I can play, you know, I can kind of fool around on some other instruments, but guitar was the one I actually learned for real, for real. But, um, that, and then, you know, I, um, I started, uh, wanting to play with other people. I think I was probably 12 or 13 when I was in my first band and it was, um, it was really, it was really dumb. It was like, it was what it was. And I'm very thankful for the, you know, experience of being able to try that out. But, you know, when you're 12 or 13, your problems are not really usually what, you know, most other people are writing about. It was, it was a lot of, you know, like things that I think no one else would relate to. So (laughs) um, thankfully, you know, then it kind of turned into, you know, other projects and things like that. And it wasn't until, um, I guess 2017, I believe in January that um, I started a band called Steeples that was with my best friend since second grade, Nathan Husky. He's actually been in every band with me uh, that I've ever been in, which is pretty crazy. 
That's but, cool. Yeah. And I've been in a few and it's pretty cool that he's, he's always kind of been part of those, but um, with him and then his older brother, Derek Husky and his best friend, Ryan Chaney, who were both um, drummer and front man of, uh, of fivefold respectively. So um, yeah, which is pretty cool. So we, we, uh, we started a little pop project and that's when I really, really started digging into doing like, electronic production before then it was just kind of recording things with microphones and and that's when it sort of turned into doing a lot of you know synth and drum pads and stuff like that which is really the direction i i've ultimately um headed in for the past few years but yeah yeah dude um steeples days that was so much fun Um, yeah and you were a part of that too so glad i got to be a part of that journey um that was really cool we had a a lot of great memories uh but maybe let's dive into that a little bit i kind of had that on here um, that was really a cool project for you guys, I'm sure, because it was all DIY kind of like in the basement with the drum booth and all the recording stuff. So you guys really got to kind of mold the songs yourselves. So maybe kind of walk us through that process of how you guys recorded music like that. Yeah. I mean, at first, when we started Steeples, it was it, the idea was maybe we weren't going to do anything publicly with it, but we were maybe going to write some songs and demo them and then like sell them or you know, or shop them around to labels or, or do something like that first. But ultimately we, we discussed it and we were really happy with what we had made um, even with the songs that were supposed to be demos. So all they needed was to just be kind of polished up. And we were, we were already over halfway to, you know, playing our first show at that point. And so it was like, we just, you know, we really loved our vibe together uh, as a group. So it was, it was kind of like the obvious decision to say, Hey, we're going to just do this. And, uh, and not, you know, not worry about the rest of that stuff. And we're just going to do it ourselves. Um, what's cool is that gave us a lot of freedom. It gave me a lot of freedom to learn, uh, as an artist, like to learn how to produce and to, um, spend time with a track, but also, you know, we would set deadlines for ourselves. We would, we would work on a song and say, Hey, this is, this is done at this date. We need to, you know, we need to turn it in and get it ready. Cause we have a show we're booking and we need to have that, you know, music ready to release. So it was a lot of, a lot of learning and not only in music production, but also like working as a team and also in, you know, booking, we booked, I think almost all of our like release shows that we would do, like our biggest shows were the ones that we put together ourselves and, you know, all of the contacting and things like that. We didn't really have honestly anyone, but ourselves. And then you who were the people who were doing that, you know, doing that hard work. So it wasn't just making music, but it was also the business end of it. And I think that learning all of those things and actually having it be um, something that resonated with people was, was really, really awesome because that's, that was a point in my life where it would have been really easy. I was just getting out of college where it would have been really easy to stop doing music, but seeing something like that work um, made me, you know, understand that like, no, this is something that I can, you know, very easily do um, as long as I want to do it, which is really awesome. Yeah, you guys inspired me. I mean, like that. I just love the setup. You know what I mean? Like the, uh, you know, having everything in the, in the steeples basement. I mean, that's where all the magic happens. Oh yeah. And, uh, like I just thought that was so cool. You know what I mean? You guys were so disciplined. You had goals, and you, you know, you always met those goals for the most part. And if you didn't, you would reevaluate and then eventually meet those. So I thought that was really cool that you guys were so dedicated to it. And, you know, like like the hustle it takes to uh, to sell out a local show and stuff like that. Like the Firebird. Um, yeah. I mean, that's just a, that's a really cool thing. So I'm glad I got to be a part of that. It was really awesome. It was, it was a, just a once in a lifetime opportunity to like, I'll never work in a group with, um, 
a group quite like that. It was just the dynamic between each of us was was just awesome, and I yeah. you know, I really valued that that chapter of my life a whole lot. Same. Um, what would be some advice for someone who's looking to start out making music? You know what I mean? Um, it's where they think they're like, oh, I have to like get studio time or do this like that kind of thing. Like, what would be some advice to them to say like, no, you can actually like learn these things on your own and kind of produce music. You know, even in your house, like, what would be some advice for people like that? Yeah. I mean, I think the first bit of advice I would, I would say is, Hey, look at, look at what's on the radio right now. Like, and, and understand that like so much of that is happening in, in people's houses with a laptop. And like, I, for instance, Billie Eilish's um, album was um, produced by her older brother, Phineas, who he works in the same software that I use, which is Logic Pro. Um, he works in that same software. He's doing the same types of things. And it was recorded in her, literally her childhood bedroom. Um, and that's how all of her songs are done. And it's like the fact that those songs can go on to win Grammys, that uh, they can go on to be Billboard like number ones and things like that. Like that should be a testament to the fact that all it really takes anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't take booking a, you know, a studio or, or, you know, striking the striking gold with, you know, the right uh, A&R rep listening to, you know, coming upon your, your CD that you sent them or something like it used to be like that. Now you have the ability to make really high quality things um, on your own. And if there's something you don't know how to do, there's, there's even ways on the internet to reach out um, to say like a mastering engineer or a mixing engineer who can, you know, take your track to the next level, which is, which is really great. And that's stuff that I've, I've done as well. I wasn't super confident with mastering um, for a while. And I would, I would send that out to, you know, to other people who uh, I had met or other people who I had found online, but the gear you need, like it, you, it used to be that you need to have, you know, you need to have uh, recording tape. You have to record on an analog desk in a studio. And, and that was the reality for years and years and years of the recording industry. But now, you know, all you really need is like an audio interface that can take a microphone or a, you know, a guitar input and a laptop that can run fast enough to, you know, to record whatever you're whatever you're sending it and then after that it's all about learning and there's so many resources too for like youtube and things like that that you can you can dive in and and learn so much i learned i learned probably 10 times more about you know recording by doing it and by um by looking up tutorials on youtube and subscribing to some good channels and stuff than I ever did in college. And I took, uh, I took two specific like audio specific courses that we went to studio as we would record and things like that. And, uh, I already basically knew it all by the time I got there. And that was simply because I had done the work to, um, you know, to learn it for myself and to make a product. By the time I got to college, I had already recorded and released my first full length album, you know? So it's, it's definitely possible to do these things. It just takes the passion to, do it and the patience and the willingness to learn. Uh, and at that point, anyone can really do whatever they want to do and can have success with it, which is really awesome. Yeah, I find that to be incredible. That's one of the things I had on my list to talk about was kind of YouTube is almost like a college or university. Oh my gosh. Uh, I know I've learned I've learned so much through YouTube and just other things like that, you know, like online tutorials on different people's websites and things like that. Um, but yeah, I think that's such a powerful thing to to know that YouTube is always there to kind of answer questions, which is a crazy thing. Yeah, I don't want to like um, you know badmouth colleges. I think that there's definitely there's definitely so much that you can benefit from going to school, and if especially with certain careers, I just don't think um, 
you know, I don't think you necessarily need to have uh, an education from a university in audio engineering or music production necessarily. There's a lot that you can learn just by doing your own research. Some people learn better in classroom environments than they ever could on their own. I was homeschooled, so I'm I was automatically just kind of geared towards driving my own learning because past, you know, past the point that I could, you know, read and be responsible, I was basically in charge of just kind of going through my own lesson plans and, you know, and, and learning on my own. And then, you know, the work would be checked afterwards. Uh, but I, I didn't need to, um, you know, have someone constantly telling me, okay, now do this. Okay, now do that. But some people really do learn better in those environments. And also you get a ton of networking. I'm very, I'm very uh, thankful for my college career where I, I got to network with some really great people and, um, you know, and build, build some friendships that I, people that I've collaborated with since with music and things like that as well. Um, so there's definitely, definitely value there. I don't want to say that there isn't for sure. Yeah. I mean, I love college. I mean, I met some lifelong friends there and learned so much, but yeah, I definitely, you know, but like it helped me for college too, was like, I learned a lot about business through the business classes and stuff, but kind of learned all the photography stuff through YouTube and talking to other people and learning from my other friends who had, uh, businesses and photography so um but yeah i think definitely college is great but you can also learn a lot from youtube which is cool yeah absolutely and the best way to learn is through opportunity you uh yeah uh you you learn best by i, I think being thrown into hey you know here's your project you need to do it which can happen in college or it can happen if you're in a band that needs to get their get their ep out you know yeah i love it um maybe let's transition to uh to talking about going from being in a band to um, kind of being on your own with the solo project and kind of just talk about the differences with that and how you stay motivated still as a solo um, artist to uh, keep making music. Yeah. I, um, so I think in steeples, I was, I ended up being the person who did a lot of the production. Um, a lot of, uh, a lot of the guys would jump in and, and do their own thing and sometimes take the reins on like, Hey, I'm going to go ahead and just like maybe produce this verse um, or something like that. But, generally it would be me who who would sort of be the the uh you know anchor that everyone's kind of going back to to say hey let's you know let's do this um like let's mix this down or hey can you take what i just did and make it better so there was a lot of that that i was already doing i was also the person mixing all of the music so um i would be the one to take the tracks home we recorded on my laptop we, i would take it home and i would you know and work on it um on my own time so that was already something that i was doing beyond just playing in the band Um, but yeah, with, with a group of people that are relying on you to, to take care of, you know, um, you know, getting the music out and to, to take care of making sure it sounds, you know, top notch and things like that. Um, to go from that to being on my own and having, you know, no one else to really go to and be like, Hey, you know, there's no one else coming to me asking me like, Hey, when's this going to be done? Or, Hey, we need the, you know, merge designs or, or whatever. Like it really does have to be, it, it is really a test in, in how self-driven I can be, but it's also, it's also really cool because it shows, it's been showing me that, you know, I, there's a lot of value in working in a group, but it, it also, um, it, it's also a lot of value in saying, Hey, like this, this thing that, that I made, like that was me that made that, that wasn't, you know, you can't attribute that to, to others because it really was, um, you know, it really was you driving the ship the whole time and it wasn't a group effort. So, um, but you also, you also do lose the ability to, um, to bounce ideas off of people as you work. 
And I realized midway through recording my EP that I really do need some feedback on those things. And um, I would end up sending uh, mixes or things I was working on to, uh, you know, to some of the guys from Seeples or um, kind of like asking them their opinions. And they've all heard the music at this point that's coming out. So they, you know, they've all given me feedback, like final feedback on mixes and things like that. So honestly, I still, there's still so much value there. And even um, I've even had uh, some other like friends come over and, and drop in like little keys parts and stuff like that on some of the songs so that they can kind of tighten them up in areas where I'm not the strongest, but ultimately I don't know. It's, it's definitely a difference, but it's, it's a difference that I'm, I'm really learning to enjoy. Yeah. I love that. I, I think there's definitely power to collaborating, but yeah, to know that you can still accomplish things on your own. I think it's really powerful as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, let's, let's talk about your new music. Um, yeah. So in, in between, so this actually comes out tomorrow, July 30, 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever this podcast is released, it'll already be out for a few days. Uh, so if you're listening, definitely go check this out on all the streaming platforms, but maybe just walk us through us through your, uh, your first uh, EP. Yeah. So I wasn't sure how to, how to approach music um, once Ste- the Steeples project ended. Um, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do if I, if I wanted to start another band or if I wanted to just take a break for a little bit um, or if I wanted to finally kind of do my own thing. And honestly, I wasn't super confident that I, um, that I could make something on my own um, successfully. And honestly, that a lot of that came to songwriting. Uh, I've, one thing that I never really did in steeples, I did it like here and there with like filling in the blanks with certain words or finishing lines and stuff like that a few times. But ultimately it was always uh, Ryan or Nathan who were doing a lot of the lyrics um, and mainly Ryan. But um, I was really nervous that I wouldn't be able to come up with um, good melodies or be able to come up with um, good lyrics. And it, it took some encouragement from, um, from honestly, Nathan, I, I went over to his place and, um, and he helped me write the title track, uh, which is called new place. Um, and that, that song, he kind of helped me coordinate some of the things and he gave me the confidence. He basically gave me a pep talk and was like, Hey, listen, he's like, you, you don't see this in yourself, but I see it in you that, uh, you know, you can write witty lyrics. You can write things that are going to resonate with people and you come up with, these left turns in what you write that are really, really great. And that was really encouraging to me because I hadn't, I didn't see that in myself until he had said that. And that I think was kind of like a rocket ship that just took me all the way to being like, you know what, I can do this. And it might take a little extra effort because songwriting is a muscle you have to work on building, but I can ultimately do this, which is really awesome. Um, But yeah, so in between is the first single and I've been, kind of talking about it as if it's the first stop on a journey. Like imagine being on a train or something and being like, Hey, we're going to, you know, pull off at this, uh, you know, at this station and we're going to, you know, kind of, kind of look at the scenery before we keep going. And, um, and that's kind of the way I've been approaching the concept is, is that, you know, new places is, is, is a journey from basically where I was a year ago to where I am now. Um, I've had the craziest year uh, that I've ever had, I think. And it started with a lot of loss and a lot of negativity and a lot of uncertainty. And it turned into me being in the best place I think I've ever been in life. Um, 
but in between is is sort of the the beginning and that was one of the very first things that i wrote that ended up being on this ep and it was kind of a you know me me at one of the low points and me asking you know i'm i'm not sure about where i am and and can someone help me um and it kind of just goes on from there to take you to where i finally ended up which is which is i think really um, really cool. I'm a big concept fan, so I, I like when when music is conceptual, and I like when it ties into it, you know, to other things. I didn't really, I knew I didn't want to make a collection of songs, um, so I knew I wanted to make kind of something that would formed a full idea that could kind of be self-referential. But yeah, wow, dude, that's cool. That's really powerful. I love that music. It's like a kind of help you as like that outlet as well, um, and then oh you can gosh. turn that into the art. Um, so maybe just walk us through like each track on the the EP and just kind of tell us what they're about and kind of all the titles and everything. Sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it is, um, this, the first song is, is called a faded memory. And that song was, um, that song was truly the first one that I, that I wrote. Um, I wrote it at a low point about a year ago where I was, I was really frustrated about this, um, relationship that that had ended and um i was i was frustrated with how it was handled i felt like i was just kind of like left there and i wasn't sure what to do with all the feelings which is why some of the lyrics um in it kind of go back and forth to being like i guess i'm in love or also you know what do i do about this because it's not you know i also have been completely left and i you know i don't know what to do and i don't know i don't really understand these feelings and so it was kind of just word vomit in a way of saying like here's where I'm starting and it's really confusing. Um, but, uh, I guess I should back up and, and kind of explain, um, what went on in the last year. It kind of kicked off some of these songs that I, that I wrote about and, yeah. and where it took me. But, um, so about a year ago, of course that happened. And then around, I think it was early July of 2019. Um, steeples ended and that was a project that i had you know poured a lot of my time and effort into so so once i was like you know what i'm single and i'm okay with that because i got this band and it's going to be awesome i'm just going to pour all my energy into that and then it kind of was like oh wait no that's that's actually ending and you know i was trying to you know take you know uh, roll with the punches and just be like yeah I, that, that's okay i understand and and let's you know let's let's make sure that this doesn't ruin any friendships or anything because it really was amicable we all were completely understanding with the reasons for why it, you know, why it needed to end. And honestly, looking back, I'm very happy that that's the case because any animosity would have probably sent us in a different direction of, of, um, you know, not being able to have really great last shows and last moments together. And also, you know, now um, we're all kind of doing individual things and we're all very supportive of each other. And I, I really, really love that. But um, then after the band, ended um there were some family issues that that kind of came up with my family at that point i was still i had graduated college and i was still living with my uh parents and things kind of went a little south there and that ended with you know us selling our house and and me being like you know i need, I need to get out on my own but i wasn't i was working a job that didn't really pay the bill super super duper well so i was like i gotta find another job so i started another job uh which is really really been a godsend but um i after this starting the new job i found an apartment but it took a while so for for a little bit i was technically i quote unquote homeless not in the way you you know traditionally think but i didn't necessarily have like a home base 
um, for a while and I stayed with some friends and stuff, but um, that was honestly, that was kind of me being like, I guess that I'm, you know, in this crazy position that I found myself in and I know I need to make some changes like to, to fix this. I just don't, I don't know what to do. And I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't know what like the thing is that I trust in. It's like me, um, you know, what am I proudest of? Like, I've, I've always been such a person that I'm like, I'm really proud of this relationship or I'm really proud of this music or I'm really proud of like my family and things like that. And all of a sudden I was like, not really able to do that. Um, but that journey, uh, has led me to say a new job, um, and my own place to live, um, slowly rekindling those relationships, um, that were, uh, broken. And then finally I, I ended up finding, um, I'm, found the girl that I eventually married. So I, within the last year, I actually got married, which is really crazy, but we, um, we met up around like December and we were married within a few months. Cause we was just like, Whoa, this is the perfect fit. And it's kind of, it's kind of nuts, but honestly, like from there on now, we're like the two of us and our dog living in this apartment. And we're just like talking about the future and we're just so excited. And honestly, we're so, we're so blessed and I'm so blessed to be in this position. And, and that realized like, this is, this is the new, a new place. Like I kept telling people, I'm people kept asking me, Hey, where's your new place? Whenever I moved in my apartment, that name just kind of stuck. But I, I also like realized I'm not just in a new like place of living, but I'm also in a new place, um, emotionally and spiritually. And, um, you know, in just in life, I have come to this place where I'm not, you know, I, I have so many great relationships, but I'm not relying on them for fulfillment, really. I'm, I am, um, I don't want to say like creating a destiny or something like that, because I don't think that that's, you know, that sounds, that sounds selfish and it sounds like I'm the one pulling all the strings. But in, in reality, I did have to make changes that, um, you know, that were difficult and, and were kind of selfish in order to make sure that I was taken care of and now I can take care of other people better. So that's sort of what new place is to me. Um, thank you for sharing all that, dude. That was, that's very, very powerful. And, uh, and I'm so happy for you guys that, you know, everything's turning around. You got your, your new place and you got married and a new dog. So I'm so pumped and the new music and everything. So super, super pumped for you. I should have called it new dog. That's what I should have called it. New dog. New dog. Yeah. That'd have been good. That could be like your parody album. <laughs> Dude. Uh, have you ever heard of, you know, the band, uh, Run the Jewels? Yeah. They, uh-huh. they released run the jewels too. And then they released something called, um, meow the jewels. And they was literally all samples from like cats, like meowing, or <laughs> like their collars or like little bells and stuff like that. And it's like just sounds of, of cats basically um, <laughs> recreating the full album, which is wonderful. So I should, I should do that. I should do new dog. You should. Yeah. With the, with the new dog, just sample my dog's claws, like on his, on the floor. <laughs> um, that would be good. Yeah. So yeah, but so in between out July 31st, so definitely check that out. Yes. Uh, you, do you have a set process for writing? Um, I talked to Chaney and KG about this, mm-hmm. but I'm curious yeah. if you have like a set process for writing or if everything's kind of just organic when it comes to you. So that was one thing I really had to figure out because I've always been, like I was saying, like a fill in the blanks kind of guy. And so there have been songs I've definitely written in the past, but I've always, it's always felt like such a process that it's like, I just am not happy with it or I just need to fix it or, or whatever. But, but generally what I, what I would do is um, to create inspiration. I would maybe know what I wanted to say, or maybe I would fill that in later, but I, I, I like to start with what I'm confident in, which is um, the production. 
And so whether like a melody pops in my head in the shower and I just like voice memo it really quick and then refer to that, or, or if I just say, Hey, I'm just going to open up logic and I'm just going to like make something and then build a melody around that. Either way, that's usually the starting point. Um, and so I, you know, we kind of start there and make maybe a chorus or maybe a verse, whatever was the inspiration. Um, and then from there, just kind of say, okay, pause button. Okay. Where does this lead me? Like logically, where does a song lead or like with, the emotion that I'm trying to convey or, um, you know, have the listener experience, what would be the next step in this? Is that like a really big chorus or is that like, you know, a drop down into some kind of like bridge or something like that. And so that would, that would kind of turn into what it ended up sounding like. And from there, a lot of times I write an acoustic guitar, um, but there's actually not a whole lot of acoustic guitar on this EP. Cause what I would do is just basically erase the acoustic guitar and say, okay, now I'm going to build with, um, you know, some keys or some, some drums or something like that. And so like, that's kind of where it goes. It just evolves from there and turns into what it eventually is. And I listen to it um, and critique it. I, you know, show it to my wife or listen to it in the car and say, okay, I, I like this. I don't like that. And I'll go in and adjust or, um, those little, those little fine things until it finally becomes sort of the chiseled, uh, statue that it finally ends up being at the end of the day, which is a pretty fun process. That is a fun process. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's, uh, I always love to talk to people about like, you know, how they write. Cause I think that's such an interesting thing. Yeah. Um, why do you think it's so important to do something that you're passionate about? Oh my gosh. Um, well, so like you were saying earlier, like it is, it is a really great outlet. I, I don't know how I would have made it through the last year without having, you know, these songs that were kind of floating through my head whether it was songs by other people or it was these songs that I was in the process of, of writing. Um, I, you know, you use music as catharsis or you use it as an escape. Um, uh, whether that be through listening to something sad, if you're sad, it makes you just kind of process. Or if you just say, Hey, you know what? Life is okay. And I'm going to listen to a fun song. I put a fun song on here with my friend Taylor James and he's, uh, he's on it. And we just do a little bit of, we actually wrote it like, kind of goofing around and then we're like hey this is actually kind of dope so i put it on here <laughs> and um like you know you need songs like that too i think it's just really important to have those things and if you if you have the ability to make something it, rather than just consuming art or consuming you know uh culture if you can if you can make something that is that is so meaningful because you're creating a legacy for yourself uh and for those around you who know you um and especially now that I'm, you know, working solo, it's, it's, this is, this is me that, that I'm putting out into these songs and it's, it's personal and it's, um, it's the way that I feel. And it's just really cool to be able to put that out in more than just a tweet or more than just kind of a, you know, even a conversation. Um, but pursuing passions is, is wonderful, especially when it's in the, in the arts, um, because there's so much that you can do and there's so much you can do on your own. And there's so much you can, um, you can show others now, especially with the internet that it's like, man, it's just so, it's so awesome to know that like you can do these things and you can, you know, have people listen to them and write about them or, you know, ask you to be on their podcast. It's just like, the, if you, if you can do those things, why not do it? Why not do, um, you know, why not create? I think it's just, it's just a wonderful ability that we've been given um, to create things for ourselves and for other people. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think the power of creating is, is something beautiful and it helps you too. You know, it's like an outlet for you, but then it also it's like other people can listen to your music and then they're, 
you know, kind of, kind of, I don't know, put it in your shoes, I guess, you know, and kind of like, wow, like that really helps me as well. So oh my gosh, I think yeah. there's an incredible healing power for everybody involved, you know, that listens to music. Yeah. And that's kind of the hope is like, I don't, you know, I don't know that everyone is as well equipped as I was to handle something like what I went through. And I know there's people going through such worse things than, you know, than me, uh, than what I, what I went through. And it's, you know, I just, I just hope that I can give back in some way and share, you know, my mind on what it's like to go through to what it's like to go through something difficult and come out on the other side. And that was kind of why, um, in the final song, um, I say, um, smile in the darkness and no, someday will shine because I think that is as much as it sucks when you're like in a bad place and people are like, Oh, just smile. It'll be okay. Like, to be honest, like there's so much more to say than, than that line says, but but at the end of the day, like if you can't find enjoyment in life, no matter where your place is in life, if you can't um, seek out joy and um, and find the silver lining, then like you're going to wallow in your own pain. You're going to be miserable because your mindset is not positive. But if you can have a positive mindset, you can see opportunity and those opportunities turn into um you know, finding a new place and finding a place where you're really being more yourself than you've ever been. And that's, that's what it took for me, um, to get there. My life doesn't look entirely different than it did a year ago, but boy, do I feel a lot different. I feel so much more secure. I feel, um, this kind of fun sense of, you know, kind of uneasy, like what, you know, what's next so much can change, you know, and it's, it's just kind of awesome. Um, so yeah, I hope that it, I hope it gives someone an experience like that. Yeah, man, listening to it, I was blown away. The production, the the lyrics, the vocals, everything was just amazing. So I'm excited for that to be out. Thanks, man. Um, do you have a release date set for that yet, or yeah. is it kind of still pending? So no, I have. So I have. Uh, In between is obviously already out by the time that everyone's listening to this. Yeah. Um, I've got another single uh, dropping in in between ha, in between that day and the the EP release date, but it's going to come out. Um, the full EP is coming out on August 28th. Um, so that's the last Friday of August. Sweet. Yeah. So that's going to be, um, yeah, that's going to be a really, really cool thing. And I, and I kind of timed it to where, you know, these songs are coming out right at about the time a year ago where things were, you know, negative things were going down for me. And, and I wanted it to kind of be, you know, Hey, a year later, here's, here's the result. And it actually isn't as bad as, you know, it, it, it isn't bad. It's, it's actually turned out to be really, really awesome year despite the fact that it is the year 2020 and it sucks um but yeah the year 2020 is actually really special for me now because i got married and because you know i got it i got my own apartment and you know all these all these kinds of things where it's like man i these things seems like they were years away and they seemed it seemed hopeless and all of a sudden it's this this wonderful thing that because i had a positive outlook and because uh because i was blessed like to be able to have these opportunities like here here we are you know, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's crazy, like, the difference that year makes, too. And it's like, I, I'm so glad I got to be a part of, you know, a lot of those big moments for, you know, like with steeples and then oh, yeah. uh, taking photos for your wedding and everything like that. Mm -hmm. really, really glad I got to be a, a part of that. Man, you really have been there for so much of it. That's so awesome. Yeah, I, I love it. it. I love it so uh, much. Well, this has been a great episode. I feel like you've dropped a ton of good knowledge. I just have a <laughs> few more questions for you. Yeah, sure. Going back to the beginning a little bit, like when was that moment where you were like, This is what I want to do for a living? I want to make music, like, this is what I want to do. Like, do you remember that moment? It was probably 
more in a region of time. Um, I think it was around 2007 or eight or so that I was like, I knew that. So, so first of all, let me go back. I've always wanted to do music. And I originally took convinced my parents to give me guitar lessons because I was like, listen, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be this like guitar legacy, like Mark Tremonti or something like that. I'm going to be like this crazy guy. But <laughs> then I realized, oh, wait, it's really, really hard to be that good at guitar. Uh, and so I was like, maybe guitar is just going to be like a tool in my belt kind of thing. And I'll just be like good at some other things. And so that's, that's sort of what it evolved into. But the, the thing that made me realize like, no, I could totally actually do this um, was I was really inspired by um, the fray specifically that the, they came out and I think, well, their, their uh, label debut was like 2006 or seven, I think with like how to save a life. And I was like one of those kids who was like on the computer, like, like let's watch all the YouTube videos and watch was YouTube even out at that point? I don't really know. I was on their website a lot and like looking at their vlogs and was like th- seeing them on tour and being like, these guys are like, you know, like 10 years older than me at this point. Like this is, you know, we can totally, I, I could totally do this with my yeah. life. Like, and I have time to figure it out. And so that was when I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to start like, you know, really focusing on my passion, like being in a band and like actually get this stuff right. And um, It's taken a long time to you know thankfully i got started really really young so now i can you know be 25 years old and be in a much better place um than some other people that are that are just getting started but that doesn't mean that like someone can't get started this year and be like 10 times better than me a year from now like it's it's all about you know your skill and the amount of passion you're you're willing to put into it and and everyone's different but uh yeah that was kind of the that was kind of the starting points for me points plural yeah, I, I love looking back at all of like that of the steeples moments. You know, I remember we talked about like the fray and you showed me that cool photography book. And I just love looking back at all the steeples photos and just all like the cool moments, you know what I mean? Like it's like a you know, a Thursday night in a in a basement, you know, with friends doing like really cool stuff and just like those kind of moments are always kind of preserved. So that's why mm. I don't know. I love photography and I just love like the music scene. Um I just think it's such a cool such a cool thing to watch someone create music too because like you know you can't really touch music you know it's just this this thing that's created like obviously you can buy an album but it's still not like the actual song itself so mm-hmm. i think that's pretty cool too yeah i think um it's kind of honestly a lot like um film photography which is something that i do as sort of a hobby where it's like you get these you, know, you get these photos and now nowadays they scan them and send you the like digital um scans of it so you can just have them you know, on your phone or whatever, but, um, yeah. you know, you can get them printed or, but even then, you know, you've always got that negative. And so for me, I've always got like the masters of my music just on a hard drive. And it's like, I just know that like, these are something that I created and like, yeah, they're out there to the world and everyone can listen to them. But like, I kind of have the special, like the source, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That is cool. I love it. Um, so just a few more questions. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be, or who would be, should be a better question. Who would be a band or musician that has inspired you the most? Mm. Oh my gosh. I Maybe maybe it's the fray. Maybe it's somebody newer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely them, but like that was more the inspiration to like write songs, honestly. Um, and to like be like in a band and stuff. Um, more recently I have been so inspired by, um, James Blake. So he is um, he is a producer mainly who started venturing out into um, singing on his own songs, uh, and he he really inspired me because I watched some interviews with him where he was he was talking about like 
you know, he would produce and he actually won a, uh, uh, a Grammy for producing with, um, with a, a song from Kendrick Lamar uh, on he's, he's worked with Kendrick. He's worked with a bunch of people, but he was on like the black Panther soundtrack and stuff. But, but he, he was always behind the scenes. And then um, he suddenly came out with this record uh, January of last year. And he was like, singing on all the songs and they're they're beautiful and people were like whoa where's this guy coming from um he, he might have sang a little bit too i can't remember but i'm just getting into him but anyway nonetheless i'm like to think of a producer turned like producer and vocalist that was like that kind of did follow the same path that i um that i'm taking where I, i've always been behind the scenes with projects but now i'm like you know i want to venture out and do do my stuff so the dude is a boss and i think that he's been very inspirational to me not only for that but also because he's a really really good producer i aspire to be like him i need to check him out i don't think i've heard of him before so i'll oh definitely get off the podcast and go check him out i'll send you some songs heck yeah well i guess instead of ending this podcast with a question we can end it with a song Ooh, i like that does that sound good to you that sounds wonderful let me get my guitar so um, what will you be singing for us today I eric i play you in between which is the lead single uh, off my off my EP. My dog is laying here. He's eyeing me. He does not like when I play the guitar. Um, I'm trying to get him used to like me playing, but I think he still thinks that it's like some dangerous thing that's out to get him. So it's a dangerous thing. So if you hear dogs barking in the back, then you'll know that it's Eric's dog attacking him for playing guitar. Right. He's like my little background vocalist. Yeah. He's just gonna howl and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Here is In Between.
Awesome, man. That was so good. I love it. Thanks, man. So that is in between and that is out now. So everybody go streaming on all the big streaming platforms. And uh, Eric, thanks so much for being here, man. It was a great talk. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, dude. I'm really, I'm really stoked to be on. Yeah, man. No problem. Have a good rest of your night. Hey, you too. Love you, man. Love you too. Peace. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>